Hi guys, welcome to You All Live Party. My name is Aaron. My name's Erica. There's no Vanessa! Oh my god, where'd she go? Oh, I was like, oh. what are you waiting for? <laughs> oh, I was waiting for her to come in right there. I don't know what happened. Oh, man. <laughs> Stupid. Oh. I'm just kidding. She's not here. Uh, so, we, uh, for this episode, we, um... <laughs> sorry, that was dumb. We, uh, I kind of accidentally... Eh, I'm gonna go with we. Okay. Accidentally kind of uh, messed up the recording. And so uh, we don't have we don't have an intro for this. We're missing like the first like fifteen minutes of this this episode. So Eric and I are doing it real quick right now. Um, what happened was is that we're using a we're using GarageBand and it sucks. It doesn't suck. It does. It doesn't pair with Zoom very well, which is what we were using in the beginning. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, so that's why we're doing this. Uh, also, the recordings for the first, I think, like four or five episodes are not the best because of Zoom. Um, but we felt like I figured out what the problem was, so it it'll fix itself. Uh, and then we, it just starts like right in the middle of the con- like of a conversation. Yeah. Uh, and I think we were. I was trying to figure out what was. I don't even know what, like, it was like, we're talking about French, the French lady. I think we were doing just a small recap. Yeah. Well, it wasn't even a recap yet because the French lady wasn't introduced yet. I don't know. We're usually drunk. I was probably drunk. Yeah. So, okay. Well, um, I guess let you get, let, let, let you folks, you, you two listeners get to the episode, like the, the the rest of the episode. Um, cause I need another drink. <laughs> Uh, anything else? Uh, no. I don't think so. I think that's all I have. Enjoy. Cheers, guys. See ya. Alright. I mean, I mean, and then the French lady. The French are coming! I've never been so happy there, the French! <laughs> I never took French. What is she saying? Uh, it also said what the, um, the French, the French transmit transmission actually says. Which I'm like, oh, well, I guess we'll wait till the end to see if you guys actually want to know what it actually says. Yeah, I do. Um, well, um, I mean, it doesn't give anything away, does it? Because uh, I'll look through it real fast because it's, it's short, but I don't think so. Well, no, it it, it couldn't because they couldn't. they hadn't they hadn't, they hadn't gone that far ahead, and plus, yeah. like, it's really easy to translate. Yeah, true. Anybody so, that knows can translate it. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay, so Pilot Part 2 uh, first aired on September 29, 2004, and that one had 17 million viewers, which was down a million from the week before. Damn, uh, really? Yeah, it was still good. Yeah, but like a million people less were like interested in the second episode? I guess. It must have had some good uh, like Promo hype. Video. Yeah, Promo well, hype to start, and then... I mean, I guess I kind of remember... Did it what air was after something like? Oh, I, I don't know. When actually. Grey's Anatomy aired, it was like right after the Super Bowl. Oh, uh, um, September. I don't know. Let's see. Not September. What I remember a lot of the like episodes, trailer episodes, or whatever for what is it? what do I want to say? Like previews. 
Yeah, like, not the, maybe, like, like the, yeah, like the commercials for it. Yeah, the like commercials for it. I remember a lot of the commercials for it and like never actually watching it and being like, man, that show seems crazy. It was on a Wednesday. Yeah. It aired on a Wednesday, so. Oh, Wednesdays aren't that prime time or anything, though. I don't know. Um, it was on ABC. What else was airing at the time? You know, I'm not sure. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm curious. <laughs> I'm uh, curious. A- ABC. Continue with your story while I look. I just, I'm thinking, why why was I, I mean, I guess I was watching soap operas, but why was I, why was I getting lost trailers during, what was I watching that I was getting lost trailers for it? Everything. They probably uh, yeah, had it Yeah, they were probably promoting the hell out of I it. I mean, I'm sure they were. And Especially I mean, with how much money they yeah, spent Yeah, I was it. watching my soap opera in the afternoon, but I was thinking, mm-hmm. what else was I watching on ABC? Um... ABC was Lost and then The Bachelor. Oh, I was or, watching The Bachelor. Or Alias. No, I was watching The Bachelor. I wasn't watching Alias. But I remember the trailers for Alias, too. Yes. Yeah, so. Never seen it. So oh, no, sorry. Uh, uh, 2004 was Lost and then The Bachelor and then Wife Swap. <laughs> watch that, too. That's interesting. Okay, yeah, I didn't watch Celebrity Wife didn't Swap either. is the one that's funny. Okay, so. That was it? That was what? That was, those are the only shows? That what? On ABC? Oh, that aired then when when this came, like when this aired, not like throughout you mean the whole the same run. Night. Yeah, yeah, like that night, oh. like it, it, like the night that this well, aired, it was, it was on lost. Thursdays. Thursdays. <laughs> Sorry, Thursday. No, you're laughing, but Thursdays. Thursdays. Do, do are... you want to know what what's on? Okay, tell me, tell me which day of the week of what year, of what month, and I can tell you what what you're watching. <laughs> Well, when this aired, it was 2004. I'm kidding, but... Oh, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, Thursdays for ABC are, like, a big... That's a big time slot to get a Thursday spot on ABC. It wasn't. It was Wednesday. I'm just saying... You want to know what was airing on Thursday on, like, the next day? Yeah. Extreme Makeover. Oh. And then Life is as we know it. Oh. Any other other days? (laughs) No, I just, I know. Sorry. Like, <laughs> that's why I know. Just like, like, I'm pretty sure, isn't like that, like, trifecta or whatever on Thursdays for, like, Grey's Anatomy, that murder show, and, like. I, I no haven't idea. had cable yeah, since. No I can't even remember, so I don't know. It's, like, a big deal to have your show on Thursday or whatever on ABC. It's a good time slot, apparently. Um, okay, so anyway, September 29, 2004, 17 million viewers. Uh, the episode was directed by J.J. Abrams and written by him and Damon Lindelof. And it was filmed at the same time as part one because it was obviously just one big episode. So then just split into two different episodes. This one we're going to talk about takes place on day two on the island. So it starts off with... <laughs> and then we start part two with Jack Kate. <laughs> Jack, Kate, uh, and Charlie heading back mm-hmm. to the beach after getting the transceiver from the cockpit. Jack is trying to get it to work while Charlie is telling him that before the pilot died, he said that no one is going to find them unless they're able to get it to work, which I feel like is a line that was only added because this episode aired before they started showing that previously on Lost stuff. Mm-hmm. So like it was basically a way for the audience to catch up on how the last episode ended. Yeah. Because otherwise, he'd have no reason to bring it up. It like Yeah, it kind of did. Honestly, when I watched that part, it kind of did feel like a little... Like a little recap real fast? Yeah, kind of like force, not really needed to be there. Yeah, like, like all... Okay, they, they just... all 
like he should have just responded like, yeah, we know we were just there, dude. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Which he kind of does. He's like, leave me alone. So Jack tells him it's not working and Kate asks what Charlie was doing in the bathroom. And he says that he's puking because he's a coward. Uh, anyway, so she tells him that she's glad he came and that he's not a coward. Yeah, he, oh, I was getting sick, love. I believe yeah, is exactly believe how he him. said it. Uh, so we flash uh, back to the put, flight. That's how I act when I'm on a plane. <laughs> yeah, it is true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, like like she's on heroin. Yeah, apparently I act like I'm on heroin, which I wouldn't have noticed. It's just like biting my fingers, tapping on the seat. <laughs> this flight couldn't get over fast enough. I, I felt like the uh, stewardess was a little... Overdramatic. She, yeah, I thought a little bit too. Like mm-hmm. she has no like, idea what's wrong with the this tapping okay. was kind of annoying, but like her face was like really concerned and like there's something going on. Okay, like, so flashback: Charlie's in his seat, being super fidgety. The flight attendant comes over, uh, checks on him, and tells like he pretty much tells he's like bugger off, yeah. and uh, so she <laughs> buggers herself off to the back of the plane, which sounds weird. And then Charlie looks back and sees that she's talking to two male flight attendants while they're all looking at him. So he sees the, uh, he notices the male flight attendant, or sorry, the female flight attendants are walking towards him. So he jumps out of his chair, bolts towards the bathroom. It's like a big plane. Yeah, because it like bolts towards the bathroom in the middle of the plane. Well, and it's then an international. Yeah, flight. so they're, they're supposed to be bigger, so, so you have more room. I mean, I've bigger. only been on Southwest. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he goes Apparently to. Apparently, I have no idea. Also, I was meaning to rewatch this in the first episode, but I feel like in Jack's flashback versus Charlie's flashback, Charlie was like zooming past and the flight attendants were like on his heels. Right after, like on his heels and they were running. But in Charlie's flashback, they're kind of just walking. I feel basically. like it's, I feel like it's maybe one of those things where, uh, like when, when you're in the car, you, uh, don't notice you don't think the cars are going so fast but then you stop on the side of the freeway they're like freaking flying, flying by you flying past yeah you. so like maybe because that i don't but there was something else that that was different but which i'll mention in a second but uh he sees female flight attendant walking towards him so he jumps out of his chair bolts towards the bathroom in the middle of the plane all three tents follow him on the way there he pushes past jack who's trying to just get all up in rows uh <laughs> those <laughs> Those bathrooms are locked, so he heads to the ones next to the cockpit while the f- uh, female flight attendant tries to get him to stop just by calling, excuse me, so, so, excuse me. Is that, she looks that really Austria? familiar to me. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know I either. Look. She just does. Um, before they're able to catch up to him, the plane hits some turbulence, so they end up having to go to the intercom to tell everyone to fess in your seatbelts, mates. And uh, Charlie makes, so he makes it to the bathroom, locks this the door. This is pilot, pip, pip. <laughs> That's, Wait, that, that's, that's English. British. Yeah, or British. <laughs> Take, he locks the door, takes off his shoe, pulls out a little baggie of what I'm assuming is just brown sugar. Junk. How? And uh, one of the male flight attendants begins knocking on the door, asking if he's all right. He's like, just a minute, love. And then pours a little bit of the brown sugar in his palm and then just starts gumming the hell out of it. <laughs> which I'm like kind of sad to say that I actually had to look up to make sure I'm using the term correctly. Cause I was like, wait, I'm pretty sure gumming is like, you're just rubbing it all over your gums. Is that what it's really called? Yeah. Well, it's a slang, but yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then I, and then I had to like be specific because apparently gumming is something else that uh, is gross. Okay. Yeah. Did you know what I'm talking about? I can imagine. Do you not know what I'm talking about? Okay. So gumming, I think I know. Do you have to tell me? It's a sexy act. 
about a person with no teeth. There you go. There you go. I'll make it. I'll make it easy <laughs> yeah, for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyhow, the attendant tells him to please open the door, sir. And Charlie just like his brown sugar rush just kicks in, and he just looks so happy. Like he just looked. He looked like he, he was looked bliss. like he was ready to just like kiss himself in the mirror and everything. Like, okay, but like does it really happen himself. that fast? I have no idea. I. Have, I, yeah, I don't according to like TV and movies, it kind of seems like it. Yeah, yeah. You should. Someone should look up how how long it takes for heroin to kick in. When you gum it, <laughs> or just like in general, like I'm assuming it goes through faster. Here, one of you guys look, look that up so yeah. so we can know how long heroin takes to kick in. I honestly don't understand why this girl looks so familiar. I don't. Oh, I know why she looks familiar, but why? I'll tell you later. Um, but, uh, anyway, uh, so I guess they weren't allowed to actually show any shots of Charlie using heroin. So they got around it by like, just like cuts. So you never actually see him like using it. Minus the whole gumming thing. Cause he's still, but any of the, uh, the attendant bangs on the door, tells him, open the door now, sir. Charlie says, pretty much says goodbye to his sugar, drops it in the waterless toilet before he gets a chance to flush it. The like big turbulence hits, slams in the ceiling, falls back to the ground. Runs out of the bathroom while stuff is still going crazy and manages to buckle himself into the nearest seat. Put on an ox- oxygen mask before it cuts to black, which I think means he might have blacked out. Anyway. I'm looking up mm-hmm. the heroin You're looking up the heroin thing? I'm looking up the heroin thing, too. It says cr- crack cocaine. First thing it says, call a national helpline. <laughs> is one of the fastest, it says this fast euphoric effect is one of the reasons that crack became enormously I, popular. I think crack's different, though, because that's like heroin's an opioid and, and crack's like a, up. I might be, uh, I don't know. Anyway, do we need it? Do we need a second? No, because now I'm, I'm deep or you can go. Okay. Sounds like it kicks in pretty quickly. Typically, a person will feel nauseous for about 20 seconds before they experience the next high for 10 to 20 minutes. That's it? 10 to 20 minutes? Well, the higher their tolerance, the shorter that gets. Man. No wonder Charlie's, uh, he snaps out of it right away. Yeah. He's going to have some serious withdrawals. Yeah. Can't wait to see what happens with that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, uh... So yeah, so he might have blacked out. He gets it buckled up in his seat. He puts the oxygen ma- o- oxygen mask on. Might have blacked out maybe, but like after rewatching the scene a couple times, I started to kind of wonder if like maybe the flight attendants weren't even going to ask him about the drugs, but that they were just really big drive shaft fans and just wanted an autograph. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> She's like telling all the other Blimey. flight attendants in the back. It's Charlie Pace. You know, y'all, everybody. <laughs> Come on, y'all, everybody. Let's go check on him. They're kind of like, look, that's why they're looking at him. Yeah, they're yeah, looking yeah. over like, is that really him? Is that him? I bet you five bucks. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so next we go back to the beach and Shannon is sitting there. Sunbathing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have which spoiled I'm- snobby bitch okay i'm kind of like, like hey if you're on vacation you're on vacation well exactly because like what better way to make shannon an unlikable character than to have her not just sunbathing but doing it right next to the wreckage huh <laughs> like which i'm pretty sure yeah. is just full of dead bodies i yeah. mean whatever gets you the best you know uh base or whatever base, extra extra glare you know some of that metal i'm yeah. sure is like <laughs> that's why she's doing it yeah it doesn't really help the claire kind of joins her She's like sitting Claire's right there. Claire's pregnant. Claire's about to give birth any second. Okay, so she can't be lifting stuff. 
Okay, so uh, like her own lazy. butt to move so Boone, across the area away so from the wreckage. Boone walks over and asks her if she wants help, or if she wants to help out with sorting some of the clothes, and she tells him no, so he walks away. So then the Australian girl, who's I'll, I'll bring it up a bit later, uh, who uh, is sitting near her, just being like super pregnant, uh, asks Shannon if Boone is her boyfriend. Shannon tells her that it's her brother, and then asks her if she knows what she's having. Fell from once upon a time, then says not yet, and says that she hasn't felt the baby move from since yesterday, which like I said, yikes, that's not good. Exactly. Which like <laughs> I'm assuming is from the like her using the baby as to cushion her fall. Yeah, I mean it, number of reasons. Uh. Yeah. And uh then oddly enough, the mention of a possibly dead baby kind of kills the conversation for some reason. Yeah, for some reason Shannon doesn't feel like talking anymore. Exactly. And we move on to True. the Asian dude and his wife. Yes. Who are played by Daniel Day Kim, which I did not mention yes or uh, in the last one. Played by Daniel Day Kim and Yoon Jin Kim. Uh, he's collecting what I think are sea urchin, which I wasn't sure until I read the script. And then up, yep, they're sea urchin. They're sea urchins. Um, and she's just kind of watching with a look that could give Kate a run for her money in the Paralympics. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> oh. like, man, yeah, she does not look happy. I'm I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt that they just crashed on an island. But I like how you're looking, trying to look at it through fresh eyes, even though I've seen it this these episodes <laughs> once before. I'm 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 going with, you know, I'm, what I was thinking when I first watched it. Okay, so Mercutio. Uh, I put Mercutio. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, uh, who's played by Harold Perrineau. Perrineau. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. Anyway, he approaches he, he approaches them and asks if he's uh, if they've seen his son, or asks particularly her if she's seen his son. She responds with something in Korean, which but as she's talking to him, uh, her husband says something in Korean to her while she, he says, "Cover up, you hussy!" Like like kind of motioning towards his collar, exactly. So she had like one button undone. Exactly. So she responds Go by buttoning, buttoning the buttoning the very top button of her shirt because maybe her husband thinks like is under the impression that Maracusha has like a collarbone fetish. He's like, oh, because hey, you never know. He's a little over controlling. Uh, hussy. Yeah, got to get that that button up. Yeah. Um. So Maracusha walks away. <laughs> Like awkwardly watches this, and then like so he's like sorry, and then kind of walks away to search for his son, who we then see is slowly walking into the jungle while looking for his dog Vincent. He doesn't find the dog, but he does find handcuffs lying on the ground. As uh, his dad comes running up behind him, he tells Walt, who's played by Malcolm David Kelly, that he told he's like I told you to stay on the beach, and then he asks him what he found. Uh, Walt, Walt, go stop him. There shouldn't be anything else. Hold on. Hang on. Sorry. There shouldn't be anything else left there. He found something. The dog is supposed to, can't be eating food after eight, and he's eating something. Uh-oh. He's in trouble. Was there food in there? There's, like, two kernels. Because uh, he's supposed to, like, do something tomorrow? He's supposed to get a dental. He's supposed to go under the under the, under the the knife. Wow. What was that? I said, I hope that doesn't mess anything up. No, you're fine. It's all I can, like, I'll, I edit everything. So. I'm not the dog. Oh. <laughs> oh, you're like, I don't give a shit about this. Uh, this, I hope that doesn't mess anything up with the dog. He had, he had, like, two bites of food, and he eats, I think he eats, like, one 
piece of food at a time. He said he couldn't eat anything after 8 p.m. I'm just saying. I hope that doesn't mess anything up. You know what you should do is when you take them, he kind of ate after uh, – oh, really? Like, yeah, he had two pieces of, of kibble after two p- after 8 p.m. And then, I like, record them, their look and what they get, like, how they look <laughs> at you. I want to know. <laughs> exactly. Like, you gotta, I kind of want to do it just to see you if, you got to like, record the look at the beginning. You're like, ah, he's fine. <laughs> I just won't tell him. Just it's going to eat you him. up while you're like, when you drop him off. What has he got to get anesthetized? Is he getting put under? Yeah. Okay. He's fine. There's like a couple pieces of food. He's fine. Sorry, puppy. Um, so anyway, Walt shows him uh, the handcuffs and uh, he kind of like looks nervously around before taking Walt to the beach. Uh, and then, uh, all right, could be naked people doing kinky stuff over there. Exactly. I that, that's, that, was, that. that was my exact thought. I was like, "Oh, kinksters!" Oh, <laughs> so the cuffs. I was like, "Where? When did this happen? What episode did you guys watch?" Sorry, I'm completely okay. So before we before we keep going, I have like a couple of, like of trivia things that I wanted to mention about the uh, the characters and the casting. Oh, I thought you meant the cuffs. I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> what? Which <laughs> Go through in the way they appeared on screen. So first off, I guess the uh, episode was originally supposed to start with the scene of Claire and Shannon talking, but the producers changed it because they felt that it should open with the with like them in the jungle talking about what happened at the end of the last episode. Yeah, Thank God, because otherwise we would have forgot. Also, Yu Jung Kim originally auditioned for the role of Kate, and then the but the producers were so like she didn't get it, but they were like so impressed with the performance that they wrote. Than like her new wrote her new character, um, and then the last thing, this is this is my favorite of their little trivia things, which I'm going to read directly from Wikipedia because the way they put it is great. So okay, so when the producers were auditioning actors for the roles in Lost, Harold Perrineau was in the area. Mm-hmm. That's all it said. I did, I thought that was really funny. So basically, when the producers were auditioning actors for the role, Harold Perrineau happened to be in the area. So they street casted him. I, no, he was they, he's an actor because he was in he was in uh yeah. Romeo and Juliet and all that stuff. Well, I just thought it was too super funny, like like thinking back on it, like if they interviewed if someone was interviewing the producers and they're like, Well, how'd you decide on ha- uh casting Harold and they're like, Oh, you know, he was in the area. So I mean I don't know. It's apparently it's just funny to me. That's weird. No, I was just sorry, I was just thinking logistics behind that. I was just like, that's a little so there probably were other people that like actually came out and like read for the role, and they were like, "Eh, I don't know, but I'm." He's in the area. We want him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I feel like that is an incomplete entry into Lostopedia. Like, well, no, this was off Wikipedia. So, but it was. It's just like I'm assuming at the time they weren't even in Hawaii yet; they were still in LA. So there's plenty of actors, but one of them saw like, "Oh, there's Harold. Harold." He's like, "Come here." You want to you want to part in a movie? One job. Exactly. Uh, but it, it goes on to say that the producers called it a natural move to have him audition. Um, although he initially was skeptical about the show, he took the role when lost when J.J. Abrams explained more about it to him. Anyway, back to the show. So uh, back at the beach, Saeed ha- is having a good old fist fight with the badass smoking fella from the last episode, while the rest of the survivors watch and are. Probably betting on the winner, I guess. Mm-hmm. The redneck. Yeah. Jack walks, uh, runs up, helps separate them as Saeed calls the hillbilly a redneck. Was Jack and Mercutio. Yes, it was oh, Mercutio, too. 
Anyway, Jack tries to figure out the good old country boy. Jack tries to figure out what happened as uh, Mercutio hands him the handcuffs and tells uh, him that Walt felt found him in the jungle. The Southern fellow, who I'm really trying to refrain from like using their their names until they're actually introduced by names, but like this this is getting hard. Josh Holloway is the actor. Is played by Josh Holloway. Continues his accusations by pointing out that Said was in the back of the business class in the plane with his hands folded on, underneath the blanket and that the person sitting next to him didn't end up surviving. He a lot then of people mentioned, didn't survive. Exactly. <laughs> he, mentions, uh, he then mentions that he saw security pull Said out of line before they boarded. Well, of course they're going to pull him out of line before they board. <laughs> Why? Because it's a TV show. And they're trying to be racist on the saying. TV show. Thank you, Vanessa. Show how people discriminate. I think, and how think they stereotype people. Do you don't think I'm airlines sure they don't do. discriminate? Yeah, I think they discriminate. Okay, so yeah. uh, I'm just saying, I'm a white female girl, and I've never been pulled aside. Jamie has. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> the lady thought she had something in her butt. Did she? What? Wait, did she? <laughs> Uh, you're like did she yes. no, no 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 not something in her butt did she uh search her um she well the lady asked her we can go in the back or we can do this right here yes but did she cavity <laughs> search her is that no, what I meant? okay she did not no because that would be hilarious <laughs> it was and so when we went it was like me the kids my mom and jamie and because i had the kids i was able to like bypass stuff mm-hmm. And go, like, the easier way. And Jamie was like, I'm just going to go this way. Like, she didn't want to be associated with all these kids. And then we just walked through all fine. And they're like, uh-uh, you got to come over here. Suspicious. What's in your butt? I'm just saying. I just <laughs> feel like. That's what they asked her. Hey, right, what's in your butt? <laughs> I just feel like. She's been like, junk. This is only a couple years after 9-11. And. I I wouldn't put it past airline people to be completely racist and pull him aside. That's how you explain it. I, I'm saying that's like, that, 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 that's a good way of explaining it then. Because before it sounded like I'd pull him over. Like, no, I'd pull him out of line. Saying, like, of course they would. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but like, I wouldn't put that past them. Okay. That makes Everybody sense. was being super racist and terrible back then. They still are. Yeah, well, they still <laughs> are. But I just mean, especially on airlines. Yeah. Like, they're... There's just no way that they wouldn't have been, I feel. True. Okay, so they're they're uh, about to start fighting again when Kay just yells, Stop! And for some <laughs> fucking reason, they listen to her. Everybody I laughed. I wrote that down, too. I was like, so Kate yells, Stop! And yeah, they exactly. They stop and like go about their business. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so they do stop fighting, and she tells everyone that they found the transceiver, but it's not working, and then asks if anyone can help fix it. Uh, Said mentions that he might be able to help and the good old boy says not to trust him. Jorge Garcia, a.k.a. Rolf from the Muppets, tells him that they're all, he's like, we're all in this together. You got to show some respect. And Josh Holloway decides to do that by saying, shut up, Lardo. Which, oh, he says Lardo? Yeah. What <laughs> is that what he Ardo? said? What? I thought he said Ardo. I he Ardo. said something like Ardo too. Yeah. I, was Ar- like, Ardo? I put Ardo. Ardo. Ardo? <laughs> no, he says Lardo. I couldn't understand. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. No, he says Lardo. He calls him Lardo, oh, which is like, I, 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 like how I heard you laughing at it, but now that you know what he says, you're like, oh. <laughs> I, I was laughing because I thought it was some reference I didn't even get. <laughs> and now that I'm like, oh, that's mean. That's not okay to call him that. Poor guy. <laughs> yeah. I, plus, mean. it's like the least creative 
nickname he's ever well, given I mean, to people throughout the given whole the source Come throughout on. the whole uh, show. But anyway, uh, Jack tells him to knock that shit off, and Sawyer kind of agrees and walks away. And then he calls him Doc. Yeah, and which hero. which uh, I said his name, even though it, anyway, apparently everybody knows it. Bec- but okay, so uh, Boone asks Jack if they found any survivors in the cockpit, and Jack tells him no. Um, and then after inspecting the transceiver radio site, tells him that the radio is probably good, but that it's uh, dead and he'll need a little bit of time to fix it. So as he is trying to fix it, uh, Rolf sits down next to him, introduces himself as Hurley, and asks, asks him how he knows to fix the radio. Saeed tells him that he was a communications officer in the Gulf War. Hurley says one of his friends fought in the war and asks him which branch of the military he was in. Saeed tells him he was in the, uh, the Iraqi Republican Guard, and somehow this conversation ends up being more awkward than the one earlier about the pregnant girl's baby. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I also See, noticed Iraqi Saeed has really long fingernails. Yes, I yeah, wrote I, that down, I, but in I the noticed, next... I noticed, I think... It's when he talks to Kate. No, I think I didn't notice until a couple more episodes. Oh, okay. I don't want to say which episode because okay, so really things, but I I immediately was like, man, he's got fucking crack nails. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so a little bit uh, more character trivia. Uh, I found a couple different things about the like character Hurley, but the first one, which I don't remember where I found it. But apparently Hurley was originally written as a 50-year-old redneck NRA guy, but ended up being played by Jorge Garcia because J.J. Abrams had seen him uh, the night before. They cast it in an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm playing a drug dealer, which is in that. And I actually didn't double-check that that was true because I'm lazy, but... I feel like you're... I don't know. Well, I feel like that might be mixing up Hurley and Sawyer. Like the whoever wrote that trivia, and I should have probably found out where I where I read that, but I'm not sure. Anyway, I know the second part is true because I've seen something about J.J. Abrams seeing him on Curb Your Enthusiasm. So the second thing I pulled off, Hurley? what specifically Hurley? Yes, the second thing I pulled off of Wikipedia, <laughs> and it was uh, actually sourced to the season one DVD. It says that Jorge, Jorge Garcia originally auditioned for the role of Sawyer. You know he's top cast in this. I think it goes by. Uh, Last name. Like it's alphabetical. Uh, he was originally cast as Sawyer or not because Matthew Fox is going to be any of Andrews. I don't know. Actually, yeah. Or he might be in the most episodes. Anyway, uh, originally auditioned for, the, same auditioned for the role of Sawyer and the producers thought he was great, basically. So, credit order. But he didn't fit the role of Sawyer, so they created the character of Hurley for him, which sounds a little more... Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is, um, which like the two conflicting things sort of is why I mentioned that the first one might have like a little bit like be a little mixed up, and then they were just too lazy to go back and double check, which I kind of get because I do the same thing. But uh, anyway, so uh, back on the show, Kate's washing herself off in the ocean, which I feel like wouldn't work with salt water, but that's what I was thinking too. But you, you then have again, these what, people what, have else? not gone exactly. to find you fresh have, water yet. You have They're all going to die. Exactly. Like, what, what else are you going to? Where else are you going to go? Yeah, I know he was on it. Yeah, but he's credited as drug dealer. Yeah, I know. He did, he just sells Larry David drugs real fast. Like he sells him he sells him weed. Um, 
so sun or uh yeah whatever sun comes up and starts uh saying something and pointing it who knows what yeah i also feel like that was was completely unnecessary yeah, I felt it was completely yeah, unnecessary. Well, it, it I feel was like definitely... they're trying to shove down your throats that like people find her attractive. Yes, because especially with that long shot of her body, yeah, where she is, yeah, yeah. Uh, Just... Did what? you find out what she actually says? Um, oh yes, yes. But uh, like I, I, I was like when I was watching, I was like, oh, okay, she could possibly be telling her that, hey, like one of the survi- one of the guys are watching the bushes right over there. Maybe cover up a little bit. She starts pointing, you know. Oh, yours is nicer. Oh. Well, well I mean, so it seems like she she was telling her like somebody's looking for you. Yes, but that's why what would she they send the foreign girl? Why would they tell the foreign girl that can't speak English to go find somebody? Yeah, that's what she was. T- she's like, uh, I think they need you up there, which it says in the script. Which I mean is kind of obvious by she's immediately in different clothes and yeah, exactly. up there talking to people. But I, I mean, I I like to but think. Why would they send the woman that doesn't speak English yeah. to look for somebody? Like, how would they communicate that to her? Hey, you hussy. And how would they not- expect her to? Or I guess maybe she just saw them. Maybe she knows her name. If you hear somebody calling Kate. So yeah. She's like, oh, I saw Kate. Let me go grab her, I guess. She just did it on her own. Okay, so Kate uh, gets she gets dressed. She heads over to Saeed and asks if he he and his long ass fingernails got the radio working. All right, so uh, he says yes, but that it's not picking up a signal. He tells her that he could send out a blind broadcast and hope for the best, but that it would be a waste of the battery. He then tells her that they could maybe get a signal if they uh, try to try from higher ground, like super high, like mountain on top of the mountain high. Uh, a few, anyway, a few minutes later, Jack is checking up on the guy with the shrapnel stuck in his side, and Kate walks up and asks him how she, how he's doing. Which he obviously doesn't look good. Yeah, the guy with the shrapnel, not the uh, not Jack. So. But uh, Jack says that since he can't get him in the hospital, that he might pull the shrapnel out, even though he just said the day before that he shouldn't. He tells her that if he can get control of the bleeding and find some medicine, that the guy might be all right. Uh, it's right then that Kate remembers that she doesn't care either way and then changes the subject <laughs> by telling Jack that she's going to go up with Saeed to the mountain trying to send out a signal for the transceiver. Jack reminds her of what the monster did to the pilot and then says, if you hear or see anything, <laughs> run away crying. What is she going to do? What else would she do? Go try to make friends I, I, with it? I wrote forest. <laughs> it's basically like the same freaking advice that Jenny gives him. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, this is like Forrest, don't be a hero. You see anything, run. Okay, so next we go over to the Korean couple who where the dude is cutting up what I assume is like clam or something. But definitely it's, it just looks like orange slices. I, I felt it was like a specific kind of fish. Um, I'm pretty sure it says what it is in the script, but I well, didn't read that part of the script. Look like some kind of sea and not scene, some kind of sea anemone or like sand. Actually, kind of look like a sand dollar, but can you? Yeah, even, it did look like a sand dollar. Uh, can you? Well, even whatever's eat in there beforehand. Sand dollars, yeah. I don't know. I mean, when Claire eats it, it looks very yellow. So his wife reaches for a piece and he like kind of lightly slaps her hand instead of you know using his words like a big boy. Uh, uh-huh. he, he then gets up and walks away, and she fucking defiantly unbuttons her top button of her shirt like a damn rebel i was like you unbutton that top girl you go i like how <laughs> you're calling her a whore like <laughs> 10 minutes ago i called her a hussy okay sorry you called her the 1920s version of a whore yeah 
But then you're like, go girl. <laughs> no, I said he yelled at her to cover up what a hussy. Oh, okay. True. True. You did say, oh, that, that's from his perspective. Yes, that was his perspective. Uh, okay. My feel perspective like- is, yeah. You unbutton that button. She's still not a hussy. It's not like she's shoving her boobs everywhere like Kate was. I feel like she should have, like, take. T- I don't even know if she's wearing a skirt. I don't know what she's wearing on the bottom, but it's like she should have taken the bottom of her skirt and, like, ripped a slip up to her thigh <laughs> as well. Uh, okay, so uh, first the Asian dude walks over to Hurley, offers him a piece of orange sliced fish, whatever. Uh, Hurley tells him, hell no, and basically laughs in his face. He's kind of an asshole. Yeah, he is kind of an asshole about it. Uh, Meanwhile, Walt is looking at a comic book that was written in Spanish that he found. Uh, uh, His dad walks up to him and tells him that he'll give, he's like, hey, man, I'll I'll get you another dog when we get home. Walt kind of just like walks away without saying anything, which would have gotten yelled at. offended, like. How dare you try to replace my dog with another dog? I just want my dog. Oh, that would have got me yelled at. But exactly. I agreed with him. Anyway, uh, over somewhere else, Charlie pulls out his his brown sugar out of his shoe, starts pouring his hand, and it was right then, like the way he's looking at it, that kind of made me think that it might actually be drugs. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was. Well, the, the fact that he snorted it was definitely, I'm like, yeah, but that's definitely drugs. <laughs> Uh, so Jack walks up to Hurley and tells him that he needs his help finding some medicine, specifically antibiotics. This is just cutting all over the all over the place to t- show what everybody's doing. Obviously, okay. So then Boone yeah. walks up to Shannon, who's just sitting there crying, staring at a dead body. He asks her, he asks her what she's doing, and she says that she thinks that she was mean to the guy that she's like of course she was crying mean about. to the guy. She's mean to everybody. Good point. She's maybe she's, everybody. Maybe we got a bad image of her. Maybe she's actually a sweetheart. If she's just in a bad mood on this island because you Boone know. just rubs her the wrong way. Yeah, exactly. Or she's just a bitch. I don't know. She's anyway. A bitch. anyway, so he tells her, uh, he's like, hey, maybe try helping out and stop being so fucking useless. Okay, pins. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to help. He wanted to save that lady. He went and found some pins. Still useless. <laughs> <laughs> so they start arguing, and to prove that she's just like not just a burden on him, she decides to go with uh, Said and Kate to hike up the mountain. Shannon asks, uh, while she's deciding to do that, Shannon asks Charlie if he's going. He kind of gives her once over. He's like, mm, as long as you're going. <laughs> <He might as well. laughs> yeah, pretty much. But uh, on their way out, we see a uh, good old Southern fellow uh, smoking a cigarette. And his hair is back to looking like he was standing in front of the engine again. Yeah. He was fighting. It's, it was all messy. It's, now it's, it's like, windy oh, there. The engine's still going. Right. He probably just went in front of it real fast. Yeah. Uh, he's reading a letter, but notices that they're leaving, decides to join them. We then see shots of them pretty much climbing up a mountain, which was great for it me because. It's pretty hard. They would not have been able to, especially Shannon. She would have not made it up that mountain. I had to. I had to uh, go back real fast. I was like, "Wait, is she wearing a skirt while climbing a mountain? Because that would be great." But no, she's (laughs) she's wearing shorts and probably like high heels. Probably, but nothing appropriate for mountain climbing. Um, I mean, she didn't go steal somebody's shoes. So anyway, uh, Jack goes digging through some luggage, looking for a blade to take care of the. The dude and uh, starts. He strikes up a conversa- conversation with Mercutio, and it's like right here that I realized that unless they've shown it off screen, I'm pretty sure that most of these characters don't actually know each other's names because I'm mean, still using nicknames for like seventy five percent of them, which yeah. means they haven't been like formally introduced with their name. 
So if you're watching the show for the first time, you're like, oh yeah, you know the well Hurley, you know who is this fucking redneck guy? What's his name? I have no fucking idea. Anyway, so uh, Jack asks him how Walt is doing, and he says that he's more worried about his dog. Jack says, and then Jack mentions that he saw the dog mm-hmm. in the jungle uh, yesterday. So next we go to Walt as he walks up to the guy that plays Howard Hughes on The Rocketeer. Mm-hmm. And uh, Walt asks him if he's playing checkers, to which he responds that he's playing backgammon. He then asks Walt if he plays checkers with his dad, and Walt tells him no, that he lived with his mom in Australia, but she died a couple weeks ago. So then Howard Hughes gives him, like, the fucking history of backgammon before asking Walt if he wants to know a secret, which, like, I'm sure definitely didn't come off as creepy the first time you're watching the show. Like, I I don't like like guy comes up to some kid and you're like, hey, kid. I don't think I've ever got a secret. (laughs) Like, he's creepy as fuck. Yeah, he is. He's my favorite character. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's probably ends up... Vanessa's, like, not about it. (laughs) No. Yeah, he's he's a bald old creepy white guy, you know. Scarface. Exactly. Okay, so uh, the Korean guy is still trying to get someone to eat his food. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to get someone to eat his food, and he goes up to to Belle from Once Upon a Time, who still, we don't know her name yet on the show, but uh, he offers her some, which I'm pretty sure she's not supposed to have. No, pretty sure. No. I I wrote that. Wait, Uh, why? Nice nice of him to offer her, but pretty sure pregnant women aren't supposed to have sushi. Why can't she have sushi? Because the doctor said we can't. But they they don't actually explain (laughs) it? I'm pretty sure it's like for the same reason that you're not supposed to have like undercut cooked meat. Uh, Like in general. Sushi with raw onions off limits because um, Mercury? Mercury, bacteria, and other harmful parasites. Okay. Well. I knew the mercury thing. Apparently, so she eats them anyway and apparently it works for her because it brings that baby right back to life. Yeah, it fixes her a little shot of mercury (laughs) parasites. Maybe it's a parasite. She's not having a baby. <laughs> Such a big parasite. A parasite. Isn't that what a baby is? Yeah, I was gonna say that. <laughs> 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 kind of leeches off the. It's not. She's not lying. Um. Uh, so. Uh, she. Jen, Jen seemed mad. The, well, no. The baby kicks. The baby kicks in it, and she gets all happy and grabs his hand, and he's like, "What the fuck." But, like, she makes him feel the baby kicking in her stomach, and he kind of is like, oh, and then he's like, oh, okay, and he kind of r- runs away awkwardly, and she mentions that she thinks she's going to have a boy. Yeah. So we go back up to the hikers where uh, Joe Bob Camel <laughs> tells them that they should not, that they should try the radio now that they're in he's open space. Just being obnoxious as shit. Yeah. So Saeed tells them that they're still blocked by the mountain and doesn't want to waste the batteries, and then they begin arguing until they hear, like, a big thud. And something starts running towards them. Alien robots. (laughs) So they all get up and they're like, ah, start running away except for Sawyer, who I like Kate finally calls out to and says, Sawyer. They're like, fuck him. Keep running. Which did the survivors have like a meet and greet that wasn't shown because they know each (laughs) other's names. But anyway, uh, so uh, Sawyer stares where he's put, pulls a gun out, starts like shooting at the thing. It jumps out of the grass at him, and he start, He shoots it again and kills it. There's no way. Yeah, totally. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, especially with the handgun. Yeah, no way. Yeah. They'd all be dead. Well, at least Sawyer would be. Yeah, exactly. He sacrificed Kate himself. Kate followed directions and ran. Yeah, which is surprising for Kate. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so uh, Shannon's stating the obvious. She's like, it's a bear. <laughs> Boone's like, good job. <laughs> And then asks, <laughs> asks so if, proud of his exactly, <laughs> asks if that that's what killed the pilot. Charlie is like, "Fuck no!" 
And then Kate points out, holy shit, that's, a, that's not just a bear. It's like a polar bear in the jungle. But uh, who was? Exactly. <laughs> there, it should just end right there. <laughs> But, uh, but back on the beach, Hurley is uh, sitting with Jack as he prepares this, to... This polar bear joke is in so many other shows. Like, once you get what this is about and you see it in other shows, you're like, ha, that's funny. What shows? Like, Grey's Anatomy and a couple others. But, like... Just referencing a polar bear? They're referencing people being lost on an island and maybe they'll meet a polar bear. And then they oh, all okay. laugh. And nobody else gets that joke unless they've seen Lost. And everybody's like, why the fuck would they see a polar bear in the jungle? That's stupid. Why are you laughing? And then Erica's cracking up. Yep. And then there's me cracking up <laughs> in the corner like, this is hilarious. <laughs> okay. So uh, back in the beach, Hurley is sitting with Jack as he prepares to take the piece of shrapnel out of the guy's side. Hurley asks Jack if he's going to wake up. Like the guy is going to wake up when he takes the shrapnel out. And Jack says he's like, I don't know. <laughs> so Hurley decides to test it out by pretty much yelling in the unconscious guy's face before determining. He's like, yeah, he's probably not going to wake up. Again, kind of being a dick. Who, Hurley? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, just got to double check. But uh, Jack tells him that he may regain consciousness from the pain of him pulling it out. And that if he doesn't, if he does wake up, he needs Hurley to hold him down. Hurley tells him that he's like, I'm not so good around blood. And Jack's like, well, then don't fucking look at it. Yeah, me neither. So, yeah. So he, uh, he pulls a shrapnel out. The guy starts bleeding. Jack asks her, he's like, hey, hand me some of those strips over there. I just, he's like, I need to stop the bleeding. And then instead of doing that, Hurley's just like, uh, uh, and then passes out next to the, like, I the body. The thing. I was just like, I would have thrown don't up. Look. He told you not that. to look. He told you not to look, it, and he, he just kept looking. That. What did you think was going to be there? Apparently you pass I mean, out. I'm I not... can't even look at my own arm when they give me a shot, so I probably wouldn't have looked. <laughs> That's my, my mother-in-law. She freaks out. Tiniest bit of blood. Uh, I, can't. I don't have a problem with it. Unless it's gross. Like, you know, you guys should see that spinal. No, nope. uh, good. No. That dural sack. I'm, I'm good. Gross. Haunts my dreams. <laughs> no, thank you. Okay, so it's, Actually, I'm probably going to look it up. Go ahead. Go ahead. It. Okay. Okay, cool. Hold on. It's not that bad. It's just, it just looks, he, he described it very like a uh, Dural sack. D U R A L S A C. Maybe make sure the kids aren't looking at it's, what it's not. It's not gross. Them. It looks like, it looks like uh, something out of like alien or something. It looks like it doesn't, it's not in the body. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Look, it's, it's like, strings but i was like ugh it looks like spaghetti that got cooked and stuck together like you know when you don't mix the spaghetti and it's do you want to see nope it's not super gross it's just it was like i wasn't i don't know okay are you still looking at it yeah (laughs) 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 okay i'm done tell me if you find any good pictures of it like gross ones um it's not even bloody the pictures they're showing are like on proper surgeries or yeah. probably after they're dead and they've been drained of blood exactly because there's no and, blood in there and when you do a proper surgery you don't bleed a lot <laughs> because if there was a lot of blood in there they wouldn't be able to see what they were doing true i'm good so, i watched okay. i watched the surgery that tegan had on her heart i watched them do it on youtube not on tegan but on somebody else Oh, I, th- I thought you were like, oh. No, not untaken. Can we stream this? <laughs> and then just not watch like the room. You're like, I just I can watch on my phone, actually. I'm good. Okay, so back up on the mountain. They're uh, inspecting the polar bear, and we find out that, holy smokes, polar bears don't live in the jungle. What? Yeah. 
So Kate asked Sawyer where he got the gun from, and Sawyer says he got it off of one of the bodies who happened to be a U.S. Marshal. And then he also took the badge because it's cool, which it's true. It, it, I would have taken it too. She asked him where he got the gun. He says he got it from U.S. Marshal. Uh, and then Said accuses him of being the – he's like, you're the prisoner that the Marshal was ex- escorting. And there are, as they're arguing, Kate steals his gun. He looks like it. He does. If I was, like was going to make a guess on any of them, I would have guessed, yeah, the redneck. So Kate steals his gun. Asaya tells her how to uh, unload the gun. I wasn't sure if that was a, is that the right term? Unloading the gun? Mm-mm. I don't think it's the Wait, right term. Which for somebody well, she did that unload it, but, but I don't she... think that's the right term for it. It's it's like he, she takes the magazine out and she uh, takes the the uh, the last disarms. round. Dis, uh-huh. Disarms is that the right word? I don't know. I don't I was, know. She disarmed him. No, she disarmed. He, like, exactly. He tells her to disassemble the gun, but he basically tells her the, how to like take like, all the. I just thought it was the bullets out of the she chamber. She was able to disarm him so quickly, and then all of a sudden she doesn't know anything about guns. Yeah. Because I'm sorry, but like if you know how to disarm somebody, you probably also he had know it in the back of his more. pants, didn't he? Yeah, it was. It was sitting. It, it was, was in the back like, of his. It pants. was in the back of his pants. That's, she just grabbed oh, it out of the back of his pants. Yes, sorry, he didn't have it on him. No, no, he he was talking about how he had the gun, but he was sitting in the back of his pants. She pulled it out of the back of his pants. Uh, so I mean, technically, when you take a gun away from somebody, you want to pull it by in their back and pull. He didn't have the gun back. in his hand. Though. I'm just saying, like, oh no. Generally, when you're taking it away from somebody, you're going to take it away from yeah. behind them anyway. Okay, so she gives the gun back to Sawyer, and they have some like awkward sort of flirty Flirt. conversation that the rest of the the people that are there just like kind of stand there and watch. I mean. Like, it, yes, it was very awkward watching it, but at the same time, I'm like, that's pretty much like how every single guy at the restaurant tries to flirt with every girl at the restaurant. After they take, after they take no, their guns, just like, <laughs> hey, like in your face, like uh, I'm super sexy, and I know what kind of person you are, and I know if I get in your face and act sexy, you'll eventually find me slightly attractive. From there, she goes behind the uh, tree and cries. I would, yeah, I would she looks so depressed. Uh, it's right then that we flash back to when to Kate on the plane, who's sitting next to the guy that had the shrapnel in his side. We find out that she's the one that was being escorted in the handcuffs as he pretty much tells her that he's like, pretty much like, you're fucked, lady. The little, like, first bit of turbulence starts, and then Kate tells the marshal that she has a favor to ask of him, but before she gets a chance to tell him what it is, the turbulence starts getting all crazy, Metal suitcase fly, uh, flies out of the overhead compartment, nails the marshal in the head, just bleeding yeah. everywhere, knocks him unconscious. Kate, Kate, uh, Kate takes his... lay up on the aspirin, because damn. <laughs> just flows out of him. Wood everywhere. <laughs> maybe, he's just, maybe he's just like a raging alcoholic. He's old. All... Well, people have thin skin. There you go. But uh, he Kate... right on his head. I mean... Kate takes his keys. She uncuffs herself, uh, puts an oxy- oxygen tank on the marshal, and then puts one on herself. She put, she put one on herself. She put hers on first. Yeah. Okay. So either way, so she uh, puts. She puts I was wondering why she was trying to save the dude that is trying to take her. To I thought jail. that was I th- nice. I think it's trying to her. explain. I think it's trying to show that, like, oh, she's she's a good person. But then when it flashes back to him, like it's barely on his face. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, you know. like, I think it was a little rough at that point. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So she uh, puts their both their masks on right before the tail section of the plane just breaks off. Uh, we go back to Jack on the at the beach, who's just finishing up with the marshal. When he just suddenly wakes up, grabs Jack by the collar, and is just like, "Where is she?" Jack's like, "Who?" He's really dedicated to yeah, bringing exactly, the in. exactly. He's that's all he thinks I about is his job. A little too 
into it. But not whatever. like, not like my wife, tell her. Anyway, so back <laughs> at the mountain, they're finally high enough so that a side can turn on the radio, which now has a signal. Problem is that there's only feedback coming through. So Saeed tells Saeed says that they can't transmit because there's already something transmitting from somewhere close by. So Kate asks if they can listen to it, and Saeed finds a frequency and a message uh, starts coming through from a woman speaking French. So Saeed asks if anyone speaks French. Boone says that he's like, "Oh, Shannon does," and then mentions that she spent a year in Paris. Uh, drinking, not learning French. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not since Algebra 2 has Shannon been in a spot like this, which <laughs> is what was in the script. And I was like, oh. yes. So yeah, it says, not since Algebra 2 has Shannon been in a spot like this. And she reminds him that she wasn't there. to She was there to party, not to study, which I normally call her like useless, but I can relate to that. So <laughs> she is pretty useless, though. Yeah. I put she is not She's not more useful than Boone. <laughs> I exactly. Shannon more useful than Boone. <laughs> you just have a thing where like we uh, came out- alone. Yours huh? out for Boone. <laughs> Damn. Pins. Uh, okay. I'm just gonna start calling him pins. So the so more useful than Boone is literally a note I have put. In. The the message cuts off and then a creepy voice comes in, just like iteration one seven two nine four five three one. Everyone's like, what the hell is that? And Saeed is, uh, tells him, he's, he's like, that, the batteries are almost dead. And they're pretty much all tell Shannon to shut the fuck up and start, just listen to the damn message. They so, all start yelling. I'm like, yeah. she's not, she can't listen to it if you guys don't shut up. They uh, exactly. Getting on my nerves. It's pressure. That, that's why she hasn't had that kind of pressure since Algebra 2, apparently. <laughs> so <laughs> it repeats the iteration thing. Saeed tells him that. He's like, oh, it's a running count of the number of times the message has been repeated. So Shannon finally decides to do something and roughly translates a message and tells him it's saying, please help me. Please come get me. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not reading this correctly. It should be in a French accent. (laughs) (laughs) I am French. Please help me. Please come get me. Uh... No? Close? I, well, you have to keep saying, I am French. Yeah, I am French. I, that only works with Russian. You do this instead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh, please come get me. Okay, cool. Good point. I know how you do your French accent. Please come get me. <laughs> Someone come help me. I'm alone now you on an like island. The, you sound like the, the, the chef from Little Mermaid. <laughs> please, someone, come. The others, they are dead. It killed them. It killed them all. <laughs> so, so stupid. The, the battery dies. This is gonna be great for people that are like anybody else. They'll be super happy about my accents. No. Uh, the battery dies as Saeed tells him that the message is like it's a distress call and it's been playing on a loop for sixteen years and five months. Mm-hmm. You know who didn't have trouble in algebra too? Saeed. <laughs> he is really good at math. It took him a couple minutes, like a minute, but that's pretty good. Uh, so Kate says that he's like, maybe they're rescued. And so I was like, well, if it, they're, re- they're rescued, why is it still playing? And then Charlie ba- like asks pretty much what everyone is definitely thinking. And he's like, lads, where the bloody hell are we? On an island. I mean, exactly. my says, doesn't sound like they're alone. And then it goes, poof. Okay. Do, 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 do. I can help it. But yes, that's that's legitimately my second to last note. 
Was that Boone is useless? Shannon more useful than Boone. <laughs> <laughs> and then you put they're not alone. And then I said they're not alone. Okay, so do you want to do? You, do you want me to tell you exactly what the message says? Yes. I'm gonna, I'm yeah, gonna I'm interested. Uh, okay, so she says, if anybody can hear this, they are dead. Please help us. I'll try to make it back. I'll try to make it to the Black Rock. It killed them. It killed them all. The Black Rock. She left that part out. Yeah. It, it is outside. It is outside and Brennan took the keys. Please help us. They are dead. They are all dead. Help us. They are dead. Man, she's fucking repeating herself. Yeah. And it goes, again, they are all dead. Help us. They are dead. If anybody can hear this, it is outside. Please help us. Please help us. The polar again, bears. Uh, if anybody can hear this, I'll try to make it to the Black Rock. The polar bears. Huh? The polar bear? I get. I don't know. I would assume the big thing, but I'll try to make it to the Black Rock. Please help us. They are all dead. They are all Mm -hmm. dead. It killed them. A third iteration. Oh, so those are the different iterations of it. I got that from the second time you did it. No, I had no idea. (laughs) Like, he will. No, he well, he said it's he said it's a thirty second message. So she talks for a a few like thirty seconds. (laughs) I just assumed this was each time she tried what they were actually saying. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. The actual what you could hear. Mm -hmm. Okay, but yeah, she the longest one seems to be like. It's outside. It's outside, and Brennan took the keys. Please help us. They're all dead. Or that has the, the most information. They're all dead. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much what it says. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the extra stuff. So the website Lostpedia said that if Saeed's estimation of the French transmission being on a loop for 16 years and five months is correct, that the recording was most likely made in April of 1988. 1988. So uh, also from Lostpedia, there was a Bolivian television uh, station that was the victim of a hoax when shots from the episode, specifically Kate's flashback of the crash, were broadcast as the final moments of Air France Flight 447, which I guess crashed in 2009. So then I I guess the scene with Sawyer when he shoots the polar bear used to have a stuffed bear that looked kind of like super unrealistic when in freeze frame. So they ended up replacing it with CGI, which seriously didn't look a whole lot better. I'll, I'll show you a picture of the. I guess the I'll just show Erica. Was that the stuffed bear or the CGI? That's the stuffed bear. That's horrible. So you they threw it at him. No, like the, that's what they used when they for the polar bear originally. Oh, it was like it was like a stuffed bear, but like they got like no, but when you said stuffed bear, I was thinking like. You know, like oh, like a teddy bear. Yeah, like you oh, no. <laughs> that would have been good. But then I realized, oh, you meant like an actual like stuffed. I got yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, so th- this <laughs> that was dumb. I'm this like, next one's here. That's, that's pretty good looking for a stuffed bear. And then I realized what you were talking about. <laughs> can I? Can I? Can I close that little fast? Are you still reading? Yeah, it's fine. Well, the the the. Uh, I'm only right here. Okay, but the the I'll 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 send you the link. The comic comes up more often, so if you see if you I'll send you the link, and if okay. you read anything, yeah, just fill us in. Yeah. But I'll I'll only mention that because this next one I I. Uh, I'm just be- curious why there's a polar bear in it. I have a new theory on the polar bear too. Okay, what what you got? Maybe the island. Oh, I guess it's kind of a whole theory of the show too. Maybe the island. Is an island where they trade illegal animals. It's like an illegal trade situation going on. That, and I don't know that's all, that's, how else that plays into anything else, but the alien robots. Like Maybe there was a polar bear on the ship with the French lady when they showed up. Yeah. They were explorers. 
they were ex- scientists government experience experiments on polar bears <laughs> did she say they were okay anyway okay so oh i mean i guess we haven't gotten there yet no we haven't <laughs> uh stop spoiling stuff for me she tells Saeed uh, okay, that okay that's right I thought I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? Be quiet. I didn't spoil it for Vanessa. I spoiled it for other people. Just cut it out. <laughs> who cares? Who cares about the other people? I was just trying to get you to spoil shit. I was just trying to get you to spoil shit for Vanessa. I care about the people that love she- you, people. Thank you for listening. Uh, <laughs> okay. She tells Saeed that's right. That okay, so I've seen that episode. So this one's for this one. I copied down because I figured Eric would like it. But Josh Holloway, who plays Sawyer, uh, told Empire Online. I was just about to quit. I was just about to quit acting when I got called in. I had recently tested for Passions, the worst soap opera ever, which had a dwarf, a monkey, a witch, just everything you could think of, and I couldn't even get on that. Aww. <laughs> uh, he said. He so s- then he tested for a show that's got a polar bear in well, the, no, no. the jungle. They, they. He said that he's like. They said, "Sorry, you have bad hair." <laughs> yeah, I don't like his hair in this show. That that's well, what they told him. Like that's why they didn't want him on Passions. Yeah. Because so, he had bad hair? So he's... Wait, wait, wait. Let me understand this correctly. Out of everything that goes on in that soap <laughs> opera, they didn't want him because he had bad hair. I think that's why he was pointing out that they had a dwarf, a monkey, a witch, everything you could think of, and I couldn't get on because I had bad hair. He's not wrong. <laughs> but some of the people that were on that show were very attractive. I, I, don't, I don't remember that. That was like what? Early mid nineties, maybe. You you ever seen John Tucker Must Die? Yes, I I know what John it is. Tucker. He's in Passions. He fine. <laughs> Sis. <laughs> okay. Just saying. Okay. So. Well, okay. Well, like. I'm just saying they've picked very meticulously attractive people for that show because the storyline was so shit. My theory storyline was so shit for that show they were like well we at least have to have very attractive people to keep people hooked okay i'd keep watching to see him wait which john tucker yeah okay okay so miguel in the show or something like that miguel i think that's his name in the show in passion they made him a a hispanic character yep (laughs) (laughs) whatever uh so he said he said he he i said he said i just got my real estate license in the mail four days before and he said that loss saved me because he pretty much quit, like acting, which I figured he'd like that quote just because of the passions reference. It's a good reference. Poor guy. So there were also a couple of parts in the uh, first two episodes where Josh Holloway is trying to cover up the Southern accent. <laughs> and I guess it's not as prominent in the first two episodes. Uh, and then J.J. Abrams pretty much told him that it was actually one of the reasons why he was cast. Cool. So, Why didn't they tell him that to begin with? When he started acting for like how many days did it, weeks did it take to film these two first seasons or first shows? Well, exactly. Well, that's the thing. Like they said that Matthew Fox, Dominic Monaghan, and Jorge Garcia all originally auditioned for the role of Sawyer, who at the time was supposed to be like a suit wearing city con man. But then they rewrote the role because, like, when they when they cast Josh Josh Holloway because they liked his accent. So they and because they liked to do his more like country because of his accent. Well, that and because, like, I guess he messed up one of his lines when he was auditioning, and so he kicked a chair. And they liked that too. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, 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 
couldn't even mess it up if he tried. Exactly, exactly. So they they made the they made the character more like uh, it said rural feral e kind of. So basically, they made him more southern. Will Ferrell? Rule, rule, rule. Yeah. Fair and like oh, kind of like feral. Like feral. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I still wouldn't. But they kept him. You're you're using it. You're thinking of it way like in the wrong in the wrong way. Because <laughs> I know how you're thinking of it. Yep. Like little feral kids. Yep. <laughs> but uh, like Erica's thinking of it about in the horror way. Nope. <laughs> Not down for it. <laughs> but. <laughs> Southern feral like, people, come on! Exactly. Nope. But out. like they kept, they had him keep the same amount like uh, intelligence as he had. Uh, if like he was the, be the they kind of made him southern. Yeah, exactly. They made him southern, but not like <clears throat> dumbed him down. Yeah. Uh, so a couple of parts. He was trying to cover. Okay, so and apparently, uh, any scene where Charlie is doing heroin is actually is brown sugar. <laughs> did he like, ha- that? He had. Some- Wait, did he did he snort the brown sugar? That's what it said. It said oh. he's like so he's snorting brown sugar, which brown sugar is kind of thick. I don't know. I mean, my friends used to snort pixie sticks because they thought it was cool at the time. So mm-hmm. I mean, whatever. Uh, go straight to the brain. Trying to snort sugar. Uh, but uh, according to Wikipedia, he was also supposed to be an older rocker that had a big hit in the '80s and is now addicted to heroin. But after uh, Dominic Monaghan auditioned for Sawyer, they decided to cast him as Charlie and then just kind of rewrote the script to make him younger. And I think that's all I have for this. Because the other thing was about uh, how they rewrote the role for Josh Holloway. But yeah. Well, that's that's that. Any any uh, thoughts going forward? Um, no. I don't really have any questions yet. Mm. I had questions for the for the for further episodes, but there isn't like I there's nothing that I could have okay, at this point, what uh I'm trying to think like who did you think left the recording? Before you figured uh, out who it was? Well, because first I was thinking aliens, because that monster thing really sounds like aliens to me. But then I'm thinking some kind of government experiments. Okay. Um, on this island. French government experiments? French, or maybe just this government that we don't know about that's not really... Uh, Maybe not a government, but some kind of secret agency. Okay. Um, that's not really associated with one country. Who knows? Okay. Just bad uh, guys. And then characters you don't like, I'm assuming, are the same. Sawyer. I guess I'm not a no huge fan of Jin. Jin? Like, yeah, well, he's kind of a dick. Yeah, yeah he's a jerk. Which I'm like... I don't know when they actually who who haven't I named yet? Michael hasn't said it like they haven't said Michael's name. Locke. What they haven't said Locke's name, which he's like he's been. Oh, what, I don't like him. He's been in a couple minutes of each episode, mm-hmm. if that. And then they haven't said uh, either Jin or Son's name. Sent. Yeah, Jin or Son's name. And I think that oh Claire's name too. I don't think they technically said Michael's name. No, they haven't said Michael's. Yeah. And then Claire. So they haven't still haven't said people's names, which I'm like waiting for, but. Um, I don't can't think of any other questions. Any other questions? Any other thoughts? Anything? Anything else you noticed that was? I don't think there was. That I didn't anything, notice before. I don't think there's anything much yet. Yeah, I mean, I'm really excited to like start noticing stuff that I didn't notice the first. Just time. from just from actually like going over and rewatching it, or yeah, because I mean, this would be the second time I've watched it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm curious to see if there will be anything that I notice and I'm like, oh. There, see, the problem is, is like, there is stuff, but I don't know if, I don't, like, I'm curious how, how, well, how to. With stuff so far, some stuff I noticed myself and some stuff I didn't notice until you were like. Like of, of the future episodes? Yeah. Well, like, there's some stuff so far where I'm like, I, it's stuff that's referenced, but I don't know if I should, I feel like I should, um, like, I don't know if I should reference it when it, when they actually like reference it later in the show or we should do like a or we should do like oh you know it'd be cool like doing like each season going through which just it would just be me and you because you couldn't do it yeah i can't do it yeah. you'd have to do like a little extra uh, like 10 a, minute talk after after the show yeah like a like the a show after the show yeah where it's like just going through the stuff and explaining like okay well this was this like this was getting referenced right here i mean did you notice this we could but when would we put this episode out would this be an episode oh it'd be like a patreon yeah it'd be like a patreon thing because that's 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 giving us credit that we actually had listeners yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) i just mean you know thinking at how other people do their shows and stuff yeah but like i'm down i i mean yeah i know um i was just trying to think of like extra stuff to do and I, that was the only one like, I can think of as far as theories or the theories, theories. The theories I'll bring up as they come up. Um, I just mean they'll definitely be more as stuff progresses. Yeah, which I need to start looking up, I guess, because I I kind of have an idea of what they are, but we we didn't really get like we were just starting to get when we watched uh, when we were going through it before, just starting to get to the point where it starts like getting to where like it starts getting more theory where i'd be able to start making more guesses of yeah yeah we've gotten past all the character stuff yeah the character stuff exactly to the main juicy stuff yeah we just started which was what episode it only took like half the season more than half the season yeah um okay so i guess that's that's all oh okay okay i'll read the comic book thing well that's that okay bye bye <laughs> Hi! Thank when, you for listening it, to the, the episode two. 